The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Hello, Miss Simmy. Hello, sir. How's the vacation? It's great. I woke up from a nap three hours ago. It was fun time. <laughs> Ready to go right back <laughs> as soon as this podcast is over, right? Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, anything fun? Any adventures? Mm. Oh, I... Me and my friends went to the mall like we're teenagers. That was fun. <laughs> um, so, you, uh, what was it like trying to go to the mall at this age, like teenagers? Listen, we shopping, were like people. Watching. Yeah, yeah. We went to Hot Topic because that was fun. I was like, "Oh, you're still here for my days. <laughs> this is cute." So we got some things from Hot Topic, and then we decided to wander the mall for some things. And we're like, "We need to go get food. Where's the food court?" And we had to like consult a map. And then we like went down there, but turns out the damn Shake Shack is closed. So we got Auntie Annie's. Ooh, those pretzel bites, delicious. So good. And then we had to go get food somewhere else. We're like, let's just go to Chipotle. <laughs> Although the good thing about being an adult and looking at places, you know how they have like the little grades on the outside mm-hmm. and stuff? We actually paid attention to it. We're like, ooh, that has a B. No, we're not going to go. Ooh, that one has an A. Let's go to the one with the A because we're adults now. We're responsible. <laughs> so that was great. can't fend off. Yeah. Like could 15, no. 20 years ago. Yeah, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe your dishes are spotty. I don't. We're not. But you got a B. Usually a B is fine, but now with cleanliness, let's go to the one with the A. So that's what we did. <laughs> uh, is there anything on Simi's music radar for uh, tonight slash tomorrow? Oh, so Ari Lennox came out with um, a little EP. I have to listen to that. That's going to be fun because the album is coming out the 9th. So she gave us a little a little taster, a little amuse-bouche before the album. So I'm going to listen to that before the album. So that's going to be fun. And what else came out? Mm, oh, the Big Lotto's new video. It's giving. Great video. Holly Bailey, she looks great. She got them legs out. I'm like, yes, that's right. So that's fun. And then what else? That's all I have for right now. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> enough. <laughs> um, did you see the return of, uh, of course, you watched SmackDown. So you saw the return of uh, yes. the New Day. Yes. Love that. That was a really good segment. I enjoyed that segment very much because I knew they weren't going to break up. But, you know, they were given a little too much emotion. I was like, mm, mm, what's happening? What's happening? And then they went to town on Dark Raiders, and I was like, yes. <laughs> That's fucking right. Um, who's your boy Sami Zayn been hanging out with? I guess, I, guess, <laughs> I guess him and Jimmy really are tight. I guess so. Man said, bet. <laughs> I said, yes, Sammy. I, although I'm going to say, I'm nervous for him every <laughs> single week. He's going to get hurt. Has he taken over the, he's taken over Jay's role from two years ago. Yeah. And Jay is not Roman because the way he be staring that boy down <laughs> and the way that he talks to him, I was like, babe. Please stop continuing the cycle of abuse. And I'm nervous every time. I'm like, he's going to go out there. He's probably going to lose. And then Roman is going to be like, go outside and get me a switch off the tree. And I'm nervous. I don't want my mans to be hurt. I love Sami Zayn so much. 
I love him so much. And I can't, I get nervous. My heart beats real fast. <laughs> They're um, going to hurt him eventually. We, we had Hit Row meet the Street Prophet. Yes. That was great. I love that segment. I'm like, don't have the black people beef. Please don't have the black people beef right now. And they did it. And I was like, yes. Yes. Good. I love that. Uh, so that was fun. Interrupted Maxima Male Models <laughs> and did a performance. They're so dumb. That makes me, it makes me laugh, though. Maxima <laughs> Male Models thought that they were getting mm-hmm. some get back. And tagged a bus that they just assumed belonged to Hit Row, but the bus mm-hmm. apparently belonged to the Street Profits. See, when you assume, I know they say when you assume it makes the ass out of you and me. No, it just makes the ass out of you, not me. See, that's what happened. That's what happened. Yeah, so now they An got... old blonde girl was like, I'm going to give you the idea and put this battery in your back, and then I'm going to go because I'm not going to have B5. Kick me in the face with these boots. Uh, Los Lotharios is still trying to get her to trade out them zeros for those heroes. They're trying. I love a steal away storyline. Steal yeah, them away. Know. You know what, Los Lotharios? <laughs> Leave this blonde one. But there's another blonde you need to go steal away. Her name is Scarlet. I need you to go um, bring her over. Use your charms. Shayna Baszler tried to rip Liv Morgan's arm off again. Again? Listen, Shayna, please. The aggression, it does something to me, but I need you to relax. Stop trying to rip my girl's arm off. Please. But I do love the aggression. But um, also, I love Liv Morgan. Uh, Sonya Deville and Natty, they won the last chance qualifier match to face Raquel and Aaliyah and then Raquel yeah. and Aaliyah beat them to go to I the I hate finals. it. I don't like that at all. Number one, I thought Natalia was out the paint because the way she got kicked out of that ring, I was like, ooh, they looked <laughs> real bad. It, like, she like the way she went through the ropes and like folded. We're gonna talk we're gonna talk about folded later. But mm, the way I was like, ooh Oh, she's, ooh, I'm scared. I thought she was done. Ah, I don't, Raquel and Aaliyah, they just don't, mm, I don't. And then they didn't play on the Dakota and Raquel connection. Like, why not? I just, I'm not a Raquel Aaliyah fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh... I am a fan, though. Of Bailey and, and Pat McAfee tax him on a Michael Cole because that's hilarious for me. <laughs> Man had his head down the whole time. Because <laughs> he was trying so hard not to crack up. I love it. It's so funny to me. It's great. Uh, Roman, Jay, Jimmy, and Sami Zayn did a number on mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre. Oh, that was a beat down if a beat down would ever happen. My goodness. Now that's how you do a beatdown. My God. And the rudeness of the fact that they just went to town with the chair. And then he's like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to place this chair over your unconscious body. And then I'm going to look in the camera. Wow. Sexy, but very rude. <laughs> very rude, Roman Reigns. That's your tribal chief. Acknowledge him. Yeah. I do every time he tells me to. I'm like, yeah, I'm not even in that city, but I'm gonna do it. I'm not in Omaha. I'm in Jersey. But guess what? You said acknowledge you, and I shall. Uh, did you take the three-hour trip with Monday Night Raw this week? No, that was that was um, mall hangout time. Oh, so again, okay. adults hang out at the mall on a Monday. Okay. <laughs> Not on a Saturday afternoon. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, Kevin so Owens. I saw some things, but not all the things. Kevin Owens and Jay had a really good match. It's a really good promo to start. Sammy. Yeah, all the promo. Play uh, intermediary there. Um, yeah. I miss Sammy and Kevin together. I feel <laughs> like 
Sammy, not Sam, Kevin is going to be the one to lure Sammy back because Kevin is kind of a face now. He's going to lure Sammy back to the good side because I saw the little, the little promo and the faces that Sammy was making kind of like thoughtful, like, oh my God, am I losing myself? And then the way Jay was looking at him, like, are you going to be a fucking problem? I think we're looking for a, a Sammy J feud. And then Kevin is going to be like, babe, I'm your best friend. Let's go. Yo, I miss Sammy and Kevin so much. If you keep messing up when they give him the orders, like when they told him to hit um, that chair. Yeah, and he didn't do it. And they, Kevin in the match and he ended up losing. Yeah, he going to have more because, problems than he looked Yeah, at. he still got that baby face streak in him. <laughs> So, got it. You know, baby faces don't like to use tactics, but oof. When you got that much Very pressure on you, you better use some tactics. I know. Oh, my boy. He's going to get hurt. Those ain't no regular, smegular tactics. No. And you're not dealing with some regular, smegular heels. You're dealing with Mafia Don. Travel to your room and raise, and he's going to hurt you. So I need you get some other friends, Sammy, because you're gonna get hurt eventually. Just ask, ask the twins, ask them right there. Ask them how Roman was crying, fake crying in their face, and then he choked Jimmy out just so Jay would surrender. Ask him about that. Uh, Edge, Rey Mysterio, they got some uh, get back on Judgment Day. Rhea Ripley was going to fight everybody, but they was like, yeah. nah, come on, we'll, we'll, we'll come back and fight another day. Dominic's going to turn. Dom didn't want to use that kendo stick. He probably wanted it to be used on him, so that's why he gave it. <laughs> Yo, you and Samuel Kalunga swear <laughs> that Rhea Ripley and Dominic are entering into a BDSM relationship. Both of you. Well, I don't know anything else on why to explain why he just handed this woman who has been abusing him for the better part of a month just handed her a weapon. I don't know. Because he doesn't want to hit girls because they don't want to give me the intergender wrestling that I deserve. But Dominic is turning. Dominic is turning at this Clash of the Titans, Clash at the Castle, Clash at freaking King Mountain. I don't know. He's turning. He's turning. Did you uh, did you enjoy the Kurt Angle comedy? Him and Edge? Did you see that with the cue cards? Yes, it was a callback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, callback. That was funny. The milk thing? I don't. But then I'm not a milk girl. I don't. mm, Well, you know, you know, Kurt don't drink or do drugs no more. So when he he can't drink the num num juice, have some Powerade, maybe a Gatorade, and (laughs) like. But then again, me and milk, we don't see eye to eye really like that. Yeah, me. I'm with you on that. Now the milkshake. Fuck that shit up. I mean, I got to take my lactate or else we're going to have a problem. <laughs> oh, but like, just people are, are just like, oh, let me just drink a glass of milk. Excuse me? You know the, just a glass of milk? You know the only way I can do Mm-mm. that, I have to trick it out. So usually when I drink my one or two glasses of milk a year, I'll take mm-hmm. uh, some type of Oreo cookies or Chips Ahoy mm-hmm. chip cookies or whatever. Yeah, up in a glass, pour right. the milk in it, stir the milk up, and get it spinning as fast as I can, and then mm-hmm. just chug the milk down. Just chug it. Yeah, yeah. You gotta razzle dazzle that shit. I'm not drinking just <laughs> like people would be like. I'm gonna have a glass of milk with dinner. With dinner? What do you mean you're gonna have lasagna in like a glass of milk? Get get out of my face. Leave. I don't know. You better get you some water. Get a juice. Yeah. I'd rather you have some juice. What the fuck is juice? Like, get some crayon apple juice. Stop. People don't know what juice is. Yeah, juice. We have water and Kool Aid. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, 
Profits. Street Profits and Alpha Academy, uh, they had a really good match for the for the right to uh, keep Kurt Angle away from joining Alpha Academy. Uh, what's um, happening with Alpha Academy? We got to get Triple H. Got to get a chance to 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 rehab him. He's just working his way yeah. down the roster right now. Uh, Seth Rollins and and uh, and uh, Matt Riddle. He's Matt Riddle again. Uh, they got into a fight in the parking lot, and then they Woo! got into some spicy talk uh, mm-hmm. when they quote unquote thought the cameras was off. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. How much I love Seth Rollins. Because he talked about that man. Personal life. Not only that, but the calmness and the embodiment, the way he just did it, just beautifully, just calm, like he was reading off a grocery list. He said, let me tell you about your family. Oh, wait, I can't because you don't know, you no longer have one because they left you. And then he said, yeah, you heard me. Come find me, bitch. Call that man bitch twice in the most <laughs> calm is. manner in a rose gold suit. Bitch, I stand. <laughs> Don't ever come for my man. I love Seth Rollins. I've never gotten off the Seth Rollins train like some other people have. So oh, I've always been here. <laughs> and I, he rewards me with it every time. With his loud ass suits, with his psychotic behavior, with his constant just cutting you to the bone. I love it. Yeah, these two have some real, or had some real heat at one point. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let them kind of tap into that a little bit. Made it much more of an interesting match the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. This was a match we knew we were going to get well in advance because they got left off of uh, SummerSlam. But they really uh... added a lot of juice to it, though. A lot of yeah. juice to it. Mm-hmm. A lot of juice to it. So that's good there. Um, Miz is is a uh, he's basically shook. He's got Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> everywhere he looks, he sees Dexter. <laughs> he needs to go talk to Roddy. Go talk to Roddy about their trauma. Um, okay. I need Triple H to be like Tony Khan. Shut up. I need um, the UE on loan for a second because Kyle O'Reilly needs to be a therapist again. Okay? <laughs> I need it. Um, and then the biggest thing, of course, to come out of Monday Night Raw, uh, Aaliyah and Raquel Gonzalez defeat Dakota Kai and EO Sky to become the new women's tag team champions. Hunter, what the fuck is your problem? What is this? Uh, what is this? I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be that guy. You gotta let it play out. <laughs> this is the only time because I trust Hunter more than I trust Vince that I will be like, maybe. What the fuck is your problem? What is this? What is this? Well, Dakota Kai, I think they're gonna say wasn't the legal woman. She wasn't. And so the hopefully upon review it don't count gonna stand in there, run it back, and the rightful team will win the championship. The team that we all And that's when Sasha and Naomi come. Yeah. And that's when Sasha and Naomi come and be like, Hey guys, did you miss us? Guess who's back? Back again. I'd never want to use the Eminem song, but you know what? It fits with this time. You could have used the uh uh, Scarface, Kesu is back. Still smell the crack oh. in the clothes. Yeah, that that sounds good. For that. <laughs> um, so yeah, so miracles do happen apparently. And I was glad yeah. to see Aaliyah kept all her faculties together this week. Yeah, she be letting the nerves get to her. It's like you've been wrestling for six years. I mean, I know this is your first time on the main roster, but still, it's not like you haven't wrestled in front of people before. I mean, she's gotten better, though, so good for her, but she began them nerves to get to her. <laughs> Yo, me and Sam were talking on his, like, podcast, and he was oh, like, yeah. did you notice that when, like, <laughs> when it was um, Natty and Sonia versus um, Aaliyah and Raquel, he was like, Yo, they got... <laughs> They got Aaliyah out the paint hella early. <laughs> she was not in the rest of the match. And I was like, you're right. She was just on the side taking a nap. Because <laughs> where was she? 
<sighs> so were you guys playing video games or was it just a, a conversation type deal? Was it both? No, it was just a, it was just a conversation okay. about all the wrestling that's been happening. Oh. It was a fun time on his Twitch. We did talk about Animal Crossing in the beginning though. Because okay. <laughs> he was wearing a Nook's cranny hat. Right. So he uh he, he weaseled in a little bit of video games <laughs> on the Twitch because Yeah. I guess people can use that I guess for any type of platform they want, huh? Not just airing your video games. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. So glad you had fun. It was fun. Cool. Well, shout out to Sam and uh Shout out to Sam his Twitch channel. Um, I think that pretty much catches us up. Um, yeah, we had a conversation last week. We got punked. Um, mm-hmm. AEW. Okay, so um, this would lead us into AEW. If you've listened to the uh, mm-hmm. regular show, then you've heard this yeah. on the Mo Meltzer News broadcast. But uh, so Eddie Kingston got suspended for two weeks. Oh wait, really? Really? Yeah, because he. Punched or pie faced Sammy Guevara. Well, maybe Sammy deserved it, and call, he did. For calling him a fat piece of shit in a promo. Mm. Eddie Kingston didn't like it. Yeah, he shouldn't. <laughs> um, so they had a, you know, Circle the Wagons meeting where Tony Khan came in and, you know, basically, you know, tried to. Tell everybody, hey, we need to keep the stuff in house, and you know, let's get you know just to boost the morale, and you know, just try to get in front of everything that's been happening. And Kenny Omega got up and and said some things, and there's some uh, people who said that yeah, Kenny Omega's full of shit, and they were laughing oh. at you know him and the aftermath of what he said. Yeah. And then uh, last but not least. Uh, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker apparently have major heat and Tony Khan said the reason that Thunder Rosa didn't get a chance to give her resignation or injury speech in the middle of the ring on the mic was because basically she don't draw as many ratings as CM Punk does and uh, yeah I'm going to be on my tiny shit. AEW does not care about women's wrestling. They, they don't. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. I'm tired of this shit. Just say you don't give a shit. Just come out and say, look, I don't give a fuck about women's wrestling. They're just on this show, so y'all will shut the fuck up. I don't actually care. Because you don't. Because you don't. Because there could have been a fucking Jericho segment or whatever the fuck that you could have cut out of that shit so that Thunder Rosa could come on and have her shit she doesn't draw. She's been on this for like three years helping your brand. She goes hella fucking hard for fucking AEW. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, you know, of course, you got your new toys and your new toy is a dude. So, of course, he's going to he draws more ratings. Fuck out of here. Disrespectful and I hate it. And this is who he is. So I'm gonna believe you. You don't give a shit about women's wrestling. Uh this is uh from the Sean Ross Sapp Twitter account. Tony Khan says he strongly disagrees with the criticism of Thunder Rosa versus CM Punk's promo time for their title situation. He says if we're speaking honestly, an eight minute promo with CM Punk is going to draw more than an eight minute Thunder Rosa promo and that's what he books for. Man, fuck off, bro. Get out of here. So that's it, folks. <sighs> he don't think women equals ratings, so that's the reason why he only has one segment. But we knew that. And I'm not, am I going to shut up about it? No, I'm not. I'm going to keep talking about it. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to talk about it. There's racism about, but am I going to still talk about it? Yeah, I'm going to still talk about it because it's fucked up. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep saying it. And we're gonna, I'm going to be on your ass, and I'm going to be on your head every fucking time, and I don't give a shit. You clearly don't care, but whatever. We can show that we care about the women so that they actually feel you know, that people actually care. Some of them, not all, because Bird Breaker, I still remember what she did with Swole. I still remember. I'm never going to forget about it. I'm not going to forget about it. 
but he's when people show you who they are, believe them. He showed you who he is. Um, Bobby Fish apparently is uh, not going to get renewed. So it looks like uh, with the quickness, he'll be headed back to Triple H's WWE. Yeah. Uh, um, maybe the boys would be looking lonely through yeah. the panes of glass. Like we miss you, Bobby. Why did it? Why do they keep separating the Undisputed Era? Like, why don't they want them to be together? What? What is that? What is up with that? Why? Bobby Fish is 72 years old. Why do you keep doing this? I find the Bobby, Bobby Fish's old thing, it's very funny. Even though I really enjoy him, but it's just hilarious. Maybe he can go back and be with Roddy so that Roddy could be the heel that he wants to be. <laughs> Roddy and Bobby Fish against the Creed Brothers. Yes, I, I could I could give that a whirl or two or three times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they could run that back a couple of times. Because right. be Roddy's gonna be like, listen, listen, tall mind, who's my favorite mind, my favorite diamond. Jeez. He's gonna be like, I'm sick of you. Yep, <laughs> he's my favorite diamond. He's gonna be like, I'm sick of you and your tall ass and talking spicy. And just gonna be like, step up. <laughs> and then Bobby Fish is gonna be like, ha. Ah! MMA moves, and then we're going to have a party. So we're going to get into the preview for All Out this Sunday, 8 p.m. Uh, use the hashtag All Elite Cast to share your commentary with color and also to join us in our Twitter spaces. Uh, Miss Simi. Yes. Well, actually, with some help from me, more than likely, uh, be able to watch and enjoy the podcast in real time, not have to squeeze Woo! it in uh, on Monday or Tuesday or whenever day she does her catching up. So that should be a fun time Look at me. to have you involved uh, on a pay-per-view. And not to mention, is it all out at 8 p.m., but it's also Worlds Collide at 4 p.m., so... Um, that's yeah. a lot yeah so strap Ooh, in for lot. about 12 hours or 8 at least Ooh, 8 Lord hours of wrestling god no, what is this a one day smack a one day wrestlemania event Jesus Christ <laughs> yeah, it's so long that's what it's gonna feel like uh, but at least it's you know cause it's probably gonna be like as soon as worlds collide is over with it's gonna be time for the pre-show for uh, AEW so it's going to be... My God. Yeah, back to back to back. So, uh, we'll start with the pre-show where we're going to have um, the All-Atlantic Championship defended as Pac is going to take on Kip Sabian. Uh, finally figured out the man behind the cardboard box over the head, Kip Sabian. So, him and Pac are going to have a match for the All-Atlantic Championship. That should be a lot of fun. Don't see Kip Sabian winning, but I mean, if they put this no. much effort to have this man travel all the way around, follow this man around the world with a box on his head, they might want to pay it off with a win. But I still yeah, a win that. for Pac. <laughs> Eddie Kingston is going to take on Tomohiro Ishii, so that should be a lot of fun, hard hitting. Yeah, uh, matchup. Ishii is definitely. Uh, one of the best bout machines in New Japan, so it should be a very good match between those two. And for the FTW Championship, Hook is defending against Angelo Parker of the Jericho Appreciation Society. Let's go, Hook. For the all-out main card, we got House of Black versus Darby Allen, Sting, and Miro. House of Black. Oh, look at you turning to the dark side. I thought you were going to be with your boy Darby and Uncle Sting. No, they don't They don't know how to mind their business. Okay. Every time. It also, Darby gets the squint. So, it's always House of Black for me. Uh, I know what you're going, how you're going on the next one. Mm-hmm, mm -hmm. Starks taking on Powerhouse Hobbs. Come on. Pretty Ricky, let's Go. <laughs> Beat his ass, Ricky. I think I know how you're going to go on the next one, too, even though it's probably not mm -hmm. going to come out the way you <laughs> want. Uh, Christian Cage yeah. taking on Jungle Boy. 
Oh, this is hard. I like both of them. I know. <sighs> but I feel like, even though I love you, evil Uncle Christian, you talk so bad about that boy's daddy. I feel like Jungle Boy in this newly found bass in his voice is going to pull it out. <laughs> Wardlow and FTR teaming up to go against Jay Lethal in the Motor City Machine Guns, Chris Saban and Alex Shelley. Come on. Wardlow and FTR. They are really burying or doing a number on the popularity of FTR and Wardlow. Yeah. It's like MJF, like even by him not being there, his guys mm -hmm. still elevated themselves to the top because we're you're in the pinnacle. Yeah. You're always on top. But yeah. they uh the company the mm -hmm. man keep mm -hmm. trying to hold them down. Yeah. Even with all twenty two belts that they have. Yeah. Man be trying Wild to hold me down. TBS championship our champion. Jade Cargill taking on Athena. I got Jade. Like yeah. you, Athena. I got Jade. Always Jade. I got Jade, too. And I definitely don't see her uh, losing at this point. They still need to rectify this. Uh, hey, we're going to have Jade come out on Fridays carrying this belt that represents our Wednesday. Uh, the, the channel we own on Wednesday. That don't make no sense. I mean, duh, but like, they're not going to fix it. They don't care. She should. They're like, we're going to leave her on Fridays. It's fine. She should have a talking segment on Dynamite every other week. She's not John Moxley. She's not CM Punk. She's not these, like, white men, so she's not going to get it. Mm hmm. They get two segments. Three sometimes. Three, actually. Oh, we'll talk about it. <laughs> um, ladder match for the AEW Championship title shot. Uh, so we're going to have Claudio, Ray Phoenix, Roosh, mm -hmm. Dante Martin, Oosh. Andrade, mm -hmm. Penta, Willie Yuta, and a mystery guest. And the winner of the ladder mm. match earns an AEW title shot. Oh... Those are some really good people. I think just because of kind of like the momentum that he's been on, I think it's going to be Claudio. Mm, okay. Pulling one out there. AEW World Trios Championship match. Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus... It's either going to be the Dark Order or the Best Friends? No. Who's that wrestling? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is Best or Best Friends. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be fucking Kenny and them. I know it is. And I'm, ugh, whatever. It should be fucking uh, Pentagon, Ray, and Pog versus Best Friends. But we got this instead. At least Adam Page is going to be there, but I don't. I don't. I use it just so he can lose again, and I'm annoyed. <laughs> AEW tag team title matchup. Swerve in our glory. Swerve Strickland. Big Keith Lee taking on the acclaimed. Swerve in our glory. All right. Easy. <laughs> and main event... Oh, excuse me. A couple of matches before we get there. Interim AEW Women's Championship match. Four-way. Tony Storm, Jamie Hayter, Hikaru Shida, and Britt Baker. In a four-way to determine the new interim champion. In a five-minute match. <laughs> uh, it's pay-per-view. They might get 12. Yeah, yeah all right. <laughs> sure. Um... I'm going to go with Tony Storm because I'm hoping that they're paying off something. So I'm going to go Tony. All right. 
Mm-hmm. Brian Danielson taking on Chris Jericho. Brian Danielson. Jericho, please. I need you to go. Ain't your cruise coming up? Go away. Go over there. I'm tired of seeing him. I'm so tired. For the first time since Danielson's been in AEW, this is the first time I actually, because I had headphones on, I was listening to, uh, mm-hmm. I was watching it with headphones on. It's the first time I actually mm-hmm. heard that his song got like real lyrics. Yeah. So, like, you could really drop down and get your eagle on too. Yeah. <laughs> My TV didn't cut out this time, and I was like, yes. So just to cut out some of the major drama in the uh, review, uh, they're going to run it back. John Moxley, CM Punk for the AEW championship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. John Moxley, just do this and get it over with. I'm tired. I don't think you're going to be funny this time. I don't even care. I just, just, just John Moxley, please win, because I don't even. Is your, is your, well, you've never really, you never had any prior allegiance to CM Punk anyway, so. Not at all. So this, so yeah, so all of this doesn't really affect you the way that it might somebody else. Nope. I appreciated the, like, the, oh my god he's back after so long and I'm like good for you and I was just you know waiting for this magic that everyone said that he had to come and I didn't get the magic I only got it one time with MJF and I was like alright spicy and then oops after that mm-hmm. I just liked Adam Page just talking shit to him but <laughs> even that I was just like he doesn't move me Mm-hmm. His opponents do, but so that is it. That's a preview of All Out Sunday night, eight p.m. Uh, it's gonna be a full slate. Let's see, you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 12, 13, 14 matches by my count with the pre-show included. So 11 matches on the main card. And That's I'll, a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. And Miss Emmy will have her clicker out. So if these men get out here mm-hmm. and get these epic 25-minute matches and the girls only get eight, Mm-hmm. Know what the ranch sure. gonna be. Yeah, you're gonna know about it. <laughs> so we have a go home show to talk about. John Moxley comes out to get things going. Moxley says, "Let's talk about it." He had 57 more minutes left in him last week. Seeing Punk didn't. Last week we found out what Punk was made of, and it turned out that Moxley didn't care. Champions never fold, and it just didn't work out for him. Moxley knows that this is Punk's town, but he has no symphony. He says that's last week though, and he has signed an open contract for All Out, which he'll leave in the ring. He's not sure who's going to face. He's not sure who he's going to face, and he really doesn't care. So Ace Steel, Punk's mentor, comes out and he grabs the contract and takes it to the back. I enjoy the spiciness of Moxie. The he folded because he did. <laughs> that was funny to me, and then. It was just like, I was just like, okay, cool. Open contracts. That's going to be interesting. And then this random white man came out. And I was like, I don't know who you are. Who are you? I don't know who you are. Okay. You're going to take the contract now? Sure. Mm-hmm. They could have said, oh my God, that's Ace Steel, his friend, or something like that. Because I didn't know who he was. That's well, shit. Who is this guy? <laughs> they did. Um, they did kind of say it, but they really hammered it home the second time when he came back out. Yeah, I was like, I don't know who this random white man. I guess I was like, are they just gonna? They're sending a random PA out to be like, go pick that litter off the floor. We got a match next. I thought that's what was happening. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> Chris Jericho says he's ready for Brian Danielson on Sunday. Daniel Garcia comes in to say that he is loyal to the Jericho Appreciation Society and wants to see Jericho crush Danielson at All Out 
And that works for Jericho. This was a test. Jake Hager taking on Brian Danielson. Take a break in combat with Danielson firing off kicks to the chest. He gets hammered with uh, some forearms, though. He gets pulled into a guillotine, which is kind of into something like a powerbomb drop to Danielson. Danielson is fine enough, though, to put uh, Hager in the LaBelle lock, which sends Hager over the top. Back up, Danielson hits the running knee for the pin and the win. Uh, yes, Brian. After the match, the Jericho Appreciation Society runs in for the beatdown, but the Blackpool Combat Blackpool Combat Club, excuse me, makes the save. Where were you last week? He <laughs> <laughs> needed your help then too. <laughs> I'm glad they came out this time. It's great to see that Brian Danielson win, but listen. Jake, stupid ass Hager, you better be, every spot, all of the spots, from the beginning, the spots, I was just like, if you are not careful with my wrestling angel, I swear to God, he was being real reckless with his body, and I don't like that, stop that shit, because my nerves are bad, I'm already out here worrying about Sami Zayn, getting the shit beat out of him, I can't do this as well. Be careful with him. Brian Daniels on YouTube, be careful with you. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> throwing yourself around like this. What is this? Yeah. What is this? And he, uh, when Hager kind of spine busted him through the table on the outside, yeah. and he was holding his head. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, uh-huh. Lord, here we go. Like, even in the beginning, the way he threw his shoulder, the way he, I was just like, you better, you better be careful with him. This isn't a Brody King Darby Allen situation. I want Brody King to ragdoll that man. Not Dan- not Brian Danielson. Not him. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Making me nervous. Um Jericho tries to come in from the blind side with the chair, but Daniel Garcia takes it away. The distraction allows Brian Danielson to hit another running knee to Jericho. Good. Bye, Jericho. <laughs> so, See, he failed the test. <laughs> he failed the test? Daniel Garcia said you can do this without cheating, without chair, without nothing. He failed. <laughs> so here comes the wingman, Peter Avalon and crew, complaining about not being around much lately. He says from now on, Dynamite is their show. But here comes William Morrissey, a.k.a. Big Cass, to wreck things. Stokely Hathaway comes out and seems to have a new client. Tony Schiavone stops them in the aisle and asks Hathaway, what's up with all the business card? Hathaway says, none of your business. And grabs Tony by the lapel and shakes him up for daring to say it is AEW's business. Jay Cargill could have came out and given us a good little promo. What the fuck is this? I was like, who? I don't care about you. You three, who are you? You are, no, get out. Get out. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Dolph Ziggler's little brother and minions. Go away. Yeah, it was kind of, it was like, oh, Peter Avalon, the wingman. Okay, what are they out here for? And then all of a sudden, you realize it. It's like, oh, you couldn't just put another women's match right there? Promo? Nope. You know, something nope. involving the women? So, uh, Stokely Hathaway comes out and seems to have a new client. Tony, uh, so, oh, I, I said that right, excuse me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Big Cass, I, I don't know if this is a permanent deal or just a passing through because uh, he's been on impact. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't care less interesting edge. Hopefully, um, you know, his uh, mental health is in a good spot and you know, he's just approaching this in a, in a good uh, frame of mind. Uh, so if something, you know, doesn't work out unforeseen, it doesn't go off into a, a dark place again. So I'm rooting for his personal health. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know how much he's going to add to to Dynamite. Uh, Will Ospreay and Ozzy Oprah in the back when Don Callis comes in to praise Will Ospreay a lot, saying he knows it'll be different than the last time Kenny gave him the one wing angel so playing up Kenny and and 
Osprey have only had one singles match. Osprey won it. I mean, excuse me, Kenny won it. So trying to put that reminder in Kenny's in uh, Will Osprey's head because Donna Callis is is a master strategist like that. Sure. Chris <laughs> <laughs> Baker and Jamie Hader taking on Karashita and Tony Storm. All right, Miss Simi, start the timer. Uh, basement super kick <laughs> nails Sheeta, but the stunt misses. Sheeta gets in a shot of her own though and goes outside to distract Hater. Tony Storm comes in with a running hip attack and takes out uh, Jamie Hader. Sheeta spinning kick to the head finishes off Britt Baker, and those are your winners: Tony Storm and Hikaru Sheeta. Eight minutes. Mm-hmm. And how many? How Eight much minutes. Was in commercial. Um, well, we got to commercial two minutes in. It was about four minutes of that was because they went to two commercial breaks, I believe. Mm. So. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. But Tony Stone did a really cool spot when she did that hip check and then she went on the outside and did that like DDT thing. That was really cool. And Hikaru Shida with her like the kicks and all that stuff. That was really good. Mm -hmm. I mean... It's sad that once they got to like the towards the end of the match, where you know usually, if this was men, they would have gotten a good twenty minutes, and then the towards the end of the match when they were starting to really pick up is when we would get more of the spots, mm -hmm. and they started to really gel, and then the match was over. Mm -hmm. So great. Yeah, it always seems like they never get a chance to get to the next gear. Like, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. oh, we were almost there and now it's time for the match to end. So, it's, I mean, it's not quite as extreme as the Divas era two-minute matches, but, I mean, it's, it's mm -hmm. a half a step. It's away. not much better. Right, right. It's not much better. And even on, like, SmackDown, where, like, some of those matches were, they were short. But it was like it was that one short match and then we got more actual women's storylines we got promos we got bailey on commentary we got stare downs we got video packages mm -hmm. this you get one eight minute segment eight minute match and that's it there's not even a storyline that they can even weave in there. Oh, oh, they're kind of miscommunicated because they're all going to fight. Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker are supposedly homies, mm -hmm. and they're going to be competing in this four-way match mm -hmm. on Sunday mm -hmm. to be uh, the interim women's champion. Why isn't there a miscommunication between them? Why isn't there a little tension between them? This is like kind of like a Bailey Sasha thing where there's they should be kind of like looking at each other sideways. Britt should be like, are you going to basically do the finger point of doom and let me get the championship? And to have maybe Jamie be like, mm, well, I've been your backup for all this time. I think I deserve something. Why isn't there a thing there? Why isn't Tony and Hikari Shida kind of looking at each other crazy? Because for the past couple of weeks, it's been Thunder Rosa that's been Tony's partner, not Hikaru Shida. So, and Shida's just coming back from injury. Why isn't she just like, listen, it's cute that you've been here, but I was a former champion. So um, I'm trying to get my spot back. Why isn't there a little anything in there? Nope, it was basically a standard tag team match that lasted eight minutes and nothing else. But they have a fucking four-way match on Sunday. And apparently, according to Tony Khan, you think that these are four of the most talented in the company, but yet you give them eight minutes of just a standard match with no storyline, no kind of promo thing, nothing. Not even on commentary where they, did they even stir anything up? No. But okay. All right. But you can have fucking... Avalon and whoever the fuck these people are in the middle of the ring doing some bullshit. Get out of here. Oh, it's pissing me off. Ah! Rants! Rants! Well, Kip Sabian talks about how brilliant his box on the head plan was and how he took it out on Pac. Now they're going to be meeting on Sunday for that All-Atlantic title. Miro, Sting, Darby Allen, they said they're ready for House of Black. 
So here comes CM Punk for the uh, 9 o'clock hour looking rather emotional. Punk talks about breaking his foot on June 1st and wrestling a match on it anyway. His doctor said he pulverized the bone so he had a bunch of plates and screws put in his foot during the surgery on June 8th. After saying the number of screws he had put in his foot is more times than this fat guy in the front row has been screwed in his life, he talks about his loss last week. Apparently that dude was trying to start up a um, Colt Cabana chant. Oh, uh, okay. And so CM Punk shut it down. Was like, you know, he said he had like seventeen screws, sixteen, seventeen screws, and that's more times than this dude's been screwed his whole life. He says uh, his foot was completely uh, cleared last week. Uh, he's a hundred percent, but it's just a new one hundred percent. What he doesn't know is if that 100% is good enough and he doesn't want to let his fans down. Maybe that love just isn't enough anymore. But here is Ace Steel to interrupt. Steel explains who he is and doesn't know what Punk is doing here. The two of them are family and Punk didn't let his family down last week. Punk filled an arena up on a rumor last year and now he's going to get up and fight on Sunday. Steel pulls out the contract on Sunday and says, sign the contract. Punk takes off his jacket and says, people have been trying to kill him since he was born with the umbilical cord around his neck. Moxley isn't a man who can do it because this is Chicago. And as Punk goes into the crowd, he declares, we are Chicago and signs the contract. Womp. <laughs> Womp. The way this moved. No part of me. I don't, I was like, I don't, I'm not, I don't care. I do not care. This was, this did not bring any emotion out of me. To be honest, I felt more of a ping when he first came back. Like that very first time when he was just like in the crowd or whatever. I felt more than, I don't feel anything here. Move. As Beyonce said, move out the way. I this moved nothing of me. And this whole arc of he lost confidence in himself and now he's back. You know this would have been better if it was played out over weeks. Mm. Honestly. This would have been better. Guess who did it better? I'm gonna say Adam Page did it better. Because it was actually played out, because you saw the storyline. All right. You saw his friends abandoning him. You saw him lose matches and spiral into alcoholism and lose his confidence and lose his confidence until he built himself back up. And then he was able to come back and win this championship. And that's a story progression. It gives you a beginning, a middle, an end. There's peaks, there's valleys, there's actual emotional things and threads. You have that. What was this? This was over a span of like five minutes. I can't feel an emotional connection over this. I don't care. I don't care. It would have been better if after that five minutes or whatever, he was like, I'm going to get back up there. If John Moxley was like, you know what? Guess what, bitch? I beat you. So you're not going to get another championship. Bye-bye. Shoe. Back of the line. And then somebody else took that that damn contract was just like, guess who it's going to be? It's going to be me. And you can have a little fine, little cool match with Moxley and whoever decided to do it. And then you have CM Punk decide, you know what? I'm going to work for it. And, you know, he's losing confidence in himself and he's, you know, not really winning matches. Or if he wins it, it's like by the skin of his fucking teeth until he works his way back up to John Moxley, who's at the top of the mountain. And he's like... I'm back now. What do you, what now? And then something. This, I felt nothing. I was like, get the, get out of the crowd. There's fucking COVID and monkeypox still going around. I don't care. Move along. It's annoyed the shit out of me. <laughs> well, we come back. From, <laughs> it really did. Um, we come back from that commercial break and we got Jim Ross sitting down between Christian Cage and Jungle Boy. He makes them promise that violence will not ensue. Um, Christian says there he's here to make money instead of being Jungle Boy's father. Jungle Boy says he isn't looking for a father. And on Sunday, Christian is going to not be facing Jungle Boy, but he's going to be facing Jack Perry. Now this, this made me feel something. 
<laughs> Number one, I love the pettiness of Christian, just like not looking at Jungle Boy at all for like the first like minute <laughs> of this whole segment. He was literally looking off in the distance. It was like, hey, you're not worth my attention. And this maroon, this like deep red turtleneck, still weather inappropriate, but looks great on you. <laughs> so, but that was really good. And then, you know, I love having Jack, you know, Jungle Boy put some bass in his voice and him being like, I'm coming at you, not as Jungle Boy, but as Jungle Man. I'm just kidding, he didn't say that. <laughs> but that, I, re- I enjoyed this segment. Now, this was good. Oh, you know what? I didn't, I didn't even recognize this was Southless Young in this match, but it's Wardlow and FTR uh, in a tune-up match before their uh, matchup together at All Out. So they're taking on Silas Young, Ren Jones, Victor Capri. After Harvard takes over on Capri, a two-movement powerbomb symphony finishes them off. So Wardlow, FTR, those are your winners. Yeah, this was a like little squash match, which, again... I like you, Wardlow. Love you, Wardlow. Y'all know how I love Wardlow. I like you, FTR, but... Eh. This could have been another women's match or a women's segment. They could have just gotten a little promo about we gonna kick your ass at All Out and then move along, because, meh. Um, so, John Moxley comes back out to say if that's what Punk wants, then that's what he can have. So, the match is official... John Moxley has accepted. Uh, Tien is injured, and he is out of the trios tournament match. So here's Andrade to offer to buy him, uh, to buy him off if he'll take if he'll take the mask off. Even you know says no, so Andrade hits him with a crutch. Then Jose, the assistant, looks like he tasered Tien. Um, so, yeah. So. Every time I see Andrade, I just think of him going, okay, how you know? It just makes me laugh, and it's all Terrence's fault. <laughs> because she always says that. That's funny. <laughs> um, Roosh, Ray Phoenix, Dante Martin, Willie Yuta, in a four-way. This is kind of half of the people who are going to be in that ladder match at All Out. Dante Martin drops Phoenix with a poison rana. Felix pops up to catch Yuta on the top, only to get sent to the outside. Willie Yuta misses the top rope stop to Martin, but Yuta pulls Dante into the seatbelt and he pins him. And Willie Yuta is your winner. So I really enjoyed this match. Again, the flippy shit stuff of my dreams. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. Um, I just, why were they fighting? What were they fighting for? Just for fun? Mm-hmm. Basically, it was a, a, a tune-up for the... Uh, the, the ladder match they're going to have at the All Out for the chance to earn the AEW title shot. Yeah, because they just, they just do this. I was just like, what are they fighting for? Usually when you have these little four-way single, they're fighting for something. I thought maybe they were fighting for a spot, like a last man spot in the in the thing, but nope, because they're all in it. I'm like, are they fighting for Yuta's championship? No, they're just, just fighting for fights. <laughs> okay. Great uh, match, but what? <laughs> yeah. Um, Dante Martin and Ray Phoenix, they put on a, a my God. semi-flippy shit exhibition galore for you. They are so fast. <laughs> they are so fast. My God. Dark Order, they're neither a partner. There's only one man who can feel the row. And he says, hey, come Friday. If you still have that void, call me and put me in, coach. And, of course, that's Hangman Adam Page. Yay! Cowboy! I love him. Him and his butterfly pants. Love <laughs> him. He, weren't, he wasn't wearing them this time. But, yes. We've been waiting for freaking Adam Page to be the Dark Order leader for so long. But it's so annoying because I'm pretty sure that Best Friends are probably going to lose to Dark Order and then they're going to lose to Kenny and them. That's going to piss me off even more. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a, a full circle moment though because Hey Man Page is going to be staring across from the two guys who 
kicked him out of the elite and made fun of him. Yeah, but he's going to lose. So what kind of moment is that? That's not a good moment. That's not the triumphant moment we need. The moment would be him beating them and they'd be like, yeah, you're right. We were really wrong. And for him to have the championship. And they can feud later. That's fine. But if he loses to them, it's basically going to show that they were right. Mm-hmm. That he's like a loser and he's not a loser. I will punch all of you in the face. <laughs> that raises to Don't a, make me do it. That raises us to our main event of the evening. Trio's title tournament semifinals. Uh, this is the finals on Dynamite. The other uh, semifinal is going to take place over on Rampage. So we got the United Empire. We got Will Ospreay and his boys, Aussie Open. Taking on the Elite, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. A shooting star Meltzer driver, which was very ambitious but looked like shit from Will Ospreay, gets a two <laughs> on Matt, but Omega's V-trigger is broken up. Despite any D-taker from the Young Bucks and Kenny, that gets a two count. The V-trigger into the one-winged angel finishes off Davis, who was one member of Aussie Open. Kenny Omega pins him. And they win, so the elite advance to the finals. This match was like twenty-five minutes, mm-hmm. and I paid attention to maybe ten minutes of it. I'm like, no, no, I can't. So I was not watching the whole thing. I just I was in and out because I'm not invested. Mm-hmm. Is it I Kenny? don't care. Is it Kenny in the butts or is it Osprey? Or is it all four? Or yeah, it's all four of them. <laughs> but what I did enjoy, and strap up, guys, was Kenny Omega's overdramatic long ass intro because it was all shots at Will Ospreay, and that you I enjoyed that kind of petty. Oh, that was funny. That was funny to me. The first time I was like, haha. And then he he had like four more like Will Ospreay shots. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I enjoyed that level of petty. That is funny to me. <laughs> that is funny to me. So I enjoyed that. I mean, I'm sure it was a good match with some fun spots and things, but I was not paying attention. I was I was too focused on the fact that they the, they were like main event time and it was 935 in the evening. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, I can't do this. <laughs> 25 minutes? And then have the nerve to say, we're going to keep going for as long as it takes to find to get up. I was like, oh, no. No, no, no. Too much. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the last thing image of this week's show. Kenny and the Bucks celebrating. You're heading on to the finals, which will be taking place at All Out this Sunday. And that was this week's edition of Dynamite. Miss Simi, your thoughts on this week's episode, man? I mean, it wasn't as much of a downward spiral as last week's episode, mm-hmm. but not much better. But not much better. Yeah, for yeah, for yeah, I expected a lot more. Um, I enjoyed. Uh, the four-way between um, Ray Phoenix, Dante Martin, Roosh, and um, and oh my God, why did I forget his name? Wheeler Utah. Wheeler Utah. Utah the betrayer. Yes. Yep. Judas. It's just fun. Yep, that one. <laughs> so that was a really good match. I really enjoyed that one. I thought all of them were really good. Um, I like that Adam Page is going to be the third, even though he's going to lose, and that's going to make me mad, but I still love him. Um, The women's tag match, even though it was only eight fucking minutes, it was pretty good. Once they really got to jelly, six and a half minutes in, (laughs) and it was over, we got some really cool spots, but that was good. Uh, Brian Danielson winning things makes me happy. Um, I like seeing Daniel Garcia. Again, he was testing Jericho, and Jericho failed the test. So now, Brian Danielson, I think Brian Danielson has his heart. <laughs> I think Jericho is probably going to try to do some iffy shits to, like, to um, cheat, and then Daniel Garcia is going to be like, no, no, bitch, not to my man. And then 
he's going to choose Brian Danielson. And I also enjoyed um, Jungle Boy in the Christian segment. But other than that, no. That was all I had. <laughs> Those are all the highlights for me. Um, this is kind of where they could have taken a, a, a page out of WWE's book maybe and had a bunch of video packages kind of leading into mm-hmm. some of these matches, especially for people like Ricky Starks and Hobbs that, that weren't on this show. Yeah. Keith mm-hmm. Lee and Swerve, you know, just kind of yeah. remind folks, you know, who's wrestling and why. Um, mm-hmm. The CM Punk thing was so drawn out and overly dramatic. Um, so for no that kind of, yeah, that kind of <laughs> took a little oomph off of that for me. Um, I like the Daniel Garcia stuff, the Jericho, Danielson, Jer- uh, Daniel Garcia stuff. I'm really interested in that. Um, like you said, just as a match, Rouge, Ray Phoenix, Dante Martin, Willie, you it was very good. Um, it was short, but I thought the women's match, like you said, was just starting to kind of get its, get its, find its legs and they cut it off. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't get to see too much of FTR on Wardlow, but it was good that they got some TV time on the main show. Um, and yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's about it. It, is, it was, uh, it left a lot to be desired, I'll tell you that. It's not going to be as interesting yeah. as the uh, next show that we talk about before we go home. Nope. And, uh, mm-hmm. and yeah, so AEW's got some work to do, man. This time last year, it it was a whole different vibe around this company. It still had that new car smell on it. Yeah. Optimism mm-hmm. was still high. We were still kind of giving people benefits of that. Hey, you know, it'll improve or, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure they understand it needs to improve. But coming mm-hmm. into this year's All Out, it's a totally different vibe. Yep. The, uh, the, the amount of uh, goodwill and um, leeway for Tony and his transgressions definitely is a it's a lot less, and people are starting mm-hmm. to become vocal about it. And uh, we'll see how he responds uh, to it. So, all right, Miss Emmy, at this point, time for your shout outs and thank yous. Well, shout out to you, Don, as always. Shout out to the WrestleCast family. Shout out to the CSTN family. Shout out to the patrons for paying a little extra to hear us talk some more. Shout out to all the listeners and you guys in the hashtag, because I love your commentary. And shout out to Adam Page, just because. You're a bad bitch, and I love you. Well, thank you, Miss Simi, once again, for joining me here on The Dark Match. Thank you to all the patrons for uh, supporting the podcast monetarily. We Definitely appreciate all that you do in that regard for us here on the CSPN. Yeah. I continue to rate and review the podcast on the regular feed and on this feed as well. Uh, share the shows uh, when they come out. Uh, continue to help spread the word of the CSPN. Uh, shout out to everybody here on the network, all the co-hosts, uh, Mosa underscore Reese, J to the Max, um, all the guys at the Comic Book Chronicles, everybody who's down with us. Uh, We greatly appreciate you guys listening, and we will catch you guys next week. Bye. See you on the hashtags.